Hey, Benedict. Hey, Daniel. Where should we start? Last time we talked about updating code for new names for the API. Did it. We talked about emailing people about the API. Did we it. We talked about free trial thoughts, rough ideas, thoughts. We talked about you recording videos. And so let's come and talk about all that stuff, yeah? Yeah. Well, I guess it seems like next week is the week we're going to launch, right? Yeah. Last week I gave you crap for thinking that this week would be, but now I think next week will actually be. We could have jammed it out. Like we, if we really, really, really wanted to, we could have, but I, I feel fine with our pace on it. Like it's, it's better. You're right. But yeah, next week we should. We don't know what day yet. Possibly Monday, but probably Tuesday or Wednesday, I would guess, which just so we don't. Something like that. Yeah. So we've done that. We we got our friend Heaton Shaw to give us a thumbs up that he'll post us on Product Hunt. So we'll do that. And between now and then, we're cleaning up the loose ends for that launch. So which one should we talk about first from last week? You you sent out the demo um, or the API stuff maybe, or do you want to talk about launch yeah, stuff? Yeah, I want to touch on that quickly. I think the thing that is kind of interesting about it now is like we don't know if people are using it or not there's probably ways that we could figure it out but listening to last week's episode again i kind of realized like yeah we were hoping people would use it but like we also don't actually know if anyone is using it like the one sign that we got that someone was using it actively was someone was trying to load the API documentation page when we were restarting our server and we got a timeout notification from them. So someone was trying to load the docs at some point, but outside of that, we don't really have any metrics. So it's kind of weird uh, and a little bit like flying in the dark. Like you got a DM from someone about it. I have a meeting scheduled a week from today to talk to someone about it. We still have that call from two weeks ago, and that team will hopefully start digging in soon. Our friend Michael mentioned he really wants to get some stuff set up, and he's actively looking at it. So of the number of people you emailed, though, Mm -hmm. pretty much all of them are like actively interested or planning an integration of some kind. Right. The majority certainly are. It's more a question of, is anyone actually doing it? And I have no idea, and that's kind of weird. And you mentioned like, oh yeah, we should do something, but I haven't really figured out what that would look like or what that would mean yeah we'll have to think about that i don't think it's a high priority thing yeah i agree it's not a high priority i think it's just uh it was interesting to listen to last week and be like oh yeah we definitely did all that stuff it's a little bit unclear whether people are using it or not and closing that loop a little bit yeah so then i think the next piece is videos that's something that you talked about last week wanting to dig into and i think that stuff has shifted a little bit. Yeah, Um, should we talk about what we decided? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. So last week we kind of had two video ideas in mind. Originally, we need a demo walkthrough video for the marketing site, and then we needed one for the dashboard as like a here's how to use arrows type video. And as we started digging into the scripts that I wrote for them, just like these are the beats we want to hit. They just, the purpose of the in dashboard one seemed confused. You and I were pretty stuck on it. And you had some good thoughts that that helped us realize that, well, we currently push people to do three things when they sign up. There's like a one, two, three checklist style thing when they sign up that they should do to get the most out of arrows. And step one is invite their team if there is anybody to be invited, but it just lets them know that that's possible and that it is something that they should likely be using with other people. Step two is to create a template. So they need to obviously create an onboarding template of some kind and copy and paste their 
existing steps into arrows at least. So that way they can send one to a customer. So step three is creating a customer and sending it to a customer. And when we looked at the video, it was it didn't really have a clear purpose of what it was serving. And if we broke them up a bit, we realized there was actually three smaller, more tactical videos that fit each of those three steps. So that's what I did after the, I took that script and broke it up into those. So there's one about inviting your team and what they're capable of doing and what it means to have somebody on your team. There's one about best practices for templates and, and ideas and things for that. And then the third one is here's what happens when you share it with a customer and how you should actively think of working with your customers and arrows and, and some tips around onboarding and best practices there. And I've recorded the first two. <laughs> I was a little sick this morning, so I didn't get all, all four done. That was the goal. But I've got the first two recorded. And the third one I will do right after this. And then I'm going to do the first pass of a demo video. And I think I'll be able to get a, a passable demo video done today, but I might want to try it again just with like a better pass later. But I'm going to try to get at least a, a V1 done on that. Great. Did I miss anything based on what you remember of how that discussion went? No, I think that nails it. I think part of it is also what these videos now offer is some of that advice and sort of tactical perspective or opinion that you give on a lot of the initial early sales calls. And I think that's also something that we realized is really valuable. And the more that we can kind of pull that out from a call that, you know, takes up 30, 60 minutes of your day into videos that anyone who signs up can look at, that is really powerful. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about this earlier today in relation to our free trial discussion. Like we've been this pricing the product and designing a self-serve product, but not really going all the way there yet. And so this launch is taking us all the way there, turning on a free trial, recording these videos, somebody can watch and self-educate and hopefully they could get real value without and learning from us over time without ever talking to us. And, and that's the thing that actually enables us to, to hit the goals we have. Yeah, and one one quick detour maybe we can take for VAR talk this week is that <laughs> we lost one day last week to time zone stuff, and this, this was related to videos because you being on Pacific time now ran into a few issues with how we were handling time zone stuff. So yeah, I don't know that there's much to say besides time zones stink. Yeah, well we can we can and... mention that we are loosely ignoring time zones as much as we can and we put everybody on one time zone until we can fully support them but we know that we need to fully support them and the reason we have time zones is we have due dates in the in the app and so if i'm looking at a due date how do i know what day that is with the server time versus my own time and that's why we need time zones but yeah pain in the butt and it basically came out of it was just one of those things where where you're trying to create you're trying to make the videos last week and after a certain point when GMT would tick over to the next day. That would get challenging, and <laughs> exactly. So that's kind of what forced us. Where it was like, oh, having you need to record these before 4 p.m. or whatever it is when yeah. it flips over is not really sustainable. Like we've talked about, then I'd often end up on demo videos with people at four o'clock or five o'clock, and I'd be like, hey, let me click really quickly so you don't see that those dates are off on different pages. Yeah. So that was so Vartok. Vartok uh, takeaway, kick the can down the road for as long as possible. Yeah. It'll be fine. There is actually a little bit more Vartok, though, if we if we want. So let's let's talk about free trials now. Like, 
we yeah i think that kind of we we kind of briefly touched on it in the video talk but last week we were sort of uncertain or not uncertain but it was up in the air what we were going to do in terms of do we offer a free trial or not and do we offer a 39 dollar plan or not and what we've landed on is you want to or yeah you, I mean, you Break you teed it up. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah, thirty nine dollar sure. plan. We're gonna keep. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna keep the thirty nine dollar plan. It just seems to make sense. I think at some point we will change our value and we'll change how we do pricing. And the lower entry point plan like that might go away, but now's not really the time. We don't have a good enough reason to remove it. Right, we have a good enough reason to add a free trial, but we don't have a good enough reason to remove the thirty nine dollar plan. And the other thing that we landed on was putting API access on the $99 plan, so not the lowest tier, which we suspect will push a lot of people up to that next tier if they get somewhat more serious about integrating it into their company's workflow. Yeah, so you might have one template and one user, but you're doing a bunch of automation stuff. You'll end up on the $99 plan anyway, and that seems fine with us. So we'll, we'll try that and see how it goes, and we'll revisit those when we launch some other features that basically push us into a different type of product anyway, or a different type of billing relationship. But the free trial, it's obvious to us now, it feels like it may or may not actually work, but right now doing what we were doing before where you had to pay up front seemed like we were blocking enough people from actually trying the product who would, where it would click for them or who would have a better understanding or would feel an affinity towards it, but maybe they weren't ready yet. So by letting them in and giving them a trial, and we tested this with real users and it seemed to show some truth, by letting them in, they now seem to have like a, a slot in their mind of, oh, there's that thing, arrows, and they either get it and they have the need and they use it right away, or it's in that moment where they're like, a month or two from now, we're going to come back and try this because this is cool. This works for us. And I think with gating people by requiring them to pay, we were losing a lot of that goodwill and, and awareness. And that's really what we're trying to build up right now is is awareness. So that way in the months following our launch, people really come sign up later. Yeah. And and it, like the video thing, again, it lets people come in and actually have an experience or actually get something valuable out of it, even if it isn't the thing that they use right now it helps them frame the problem and think about the problem and sort of approach it from the way that our product is approaching it yeah and you're right then maybe they go back and they have a meeting and they say oh, i saw this thing should we do this and then somebody else decides yeah maybe we should and then they come back a month later and it's like great let's we're ready to do this now i i do think you know if we if it doesn't work the free trial stuff for whatever reason, we wouldn't keep the same pricing. We we need to change how we think about the product at a larger level. So the based on all the decisions we've made so far, based on product and pricing and having a piece self-serve and all that, the free trial is the like logical extension of how do we get people in there as quickly as possible and conforming to our way of thinking about the world and onboarding. And, and the more we do that and the more we educate people, the more people will sign up. And it all seems to be like a nice... Uh, flywheel type thing if we can get it going right and i think that's to put it another way like you've said we've kind of been floating between the sort of more not enterprise but just like more expensive more involved product which is what all of our competitors are pretty much yeah yeah all of them are that and we're trying to figure out is the lower the kind of free trial self-serve product 
something that resonates with people and the only real way to test that is to kind of go all in on it and figure it out as quickly as possible and like you said if it doesn't work then it's like okay how how do we shift from there now that we have hard data on whether this approach works or not yeah exactly and it'll it, no matter what it'll help us like with awareness and just general getting people to understand us and what we're doing so I don't think it'll be a loss. It'll just be a good bet that we're making. Yeah, it feels like the right thing to do right now. Totally. And I think it's definitely worth delaying the, or having delayed the launch a little bit for that. For sure. So part of what you had to do was change over a lot of the onboarding process in the app and how we consider what it means to be a user if there's a free trial. So that was something that you've done already and we're ready to go on. Yeah, so hopefully next week will be either launch day or eve, and maybe actually next week, let's save the pod for launch afternoon, even if it isn't, you know what I mean? If it's like, like push Tuesday. the pod back to Tuesday. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Sounds good to me. Exciting. Yeah. Next time we talk, we'll be full grown butterflies <laughs> out of our cocoons. Yeah. Or no, not cocoons. What are the butterfly ones called? Is that cocoon? Chrysalis. Oh, didn't know it was different. Maybe I'm mixing that up. Anyways, see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.